Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pleasure to talk to a vowed New York Mets fan, Harvey Fialkov, right? Mets? God, <laughs> Come on, get it right. Get Red it. Sox. Red Sox. No, I said oh, going into the break. I know now. you're a Yankees fan. I know you're a Yankees fan. I know. So the heat. How are you guys? Oh, we're we're doing great, Harv. How, how are you doing, man? What, what, what? I'm at Brio's, only on my first vodka lemonade. So uh, you know, make this snappy. That's all right. All right. Well, look, I, I'll get right to it. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Huberto, what, what's going on? This this dude has been incredible in in since his return from the Achilles, right? Listen, guys, got it may be one of the greatest comebacks from a serious. Achilles tendon surgery, you know that ruins careers. It ends careers. I don't think Marino was ever the same after he had it. And uh, hockey players like Carlson came back too soon and had, had a bad start. But this guy comes back four months, not basically off the ice, not on skates, and he comes in there, wins the game, his first game with a goal, and then the other night in overtime, he wins that game. I mean, he has seven points in four games and three goals. Listen, his return and Barca's return the same day was an early birthday present to Yag, who turned 45 the day after Valentine's Day. This guy is so happy now. It's like he's 25 again because he's got his boys back. And this makes the whole team better, guys. It's a trickle-down effect to the second and third line. It makes everyone stronger. And the Panthers are in very good position now. They're the healthiest team in the league, the most well-rested team in the league. They're only three points out of a playoff, 28 games left, and they're going to make the playoff run. Right now. Good night. I got to go. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Har- Harvey, real quick, on, on, just on a, on a parallel topic here. We were talking the other day when you just mentioned Huberto back in, in four months from Achilles. You've covered right. other sports. Am, am I wrong? I, it seems like hockey players come back from Achilles injuries quicker than football or basketball. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that correct? And if so, why? Yes. Great point, Perk. Uh uh, I've been told, and Huberto told me that, that he was going to skate better than he can walk for, for another few months because the, the boot, the skate, is like almost like a protective boot that they wear after foot surgeries. And so it, it encases it so tightly that it, he's not putting pressure on it. When you're skating, it's not like you're cutting on turf like a football player does or a basketball player does on a court. Uh, it's almost like you're you're gliding, remember. And Huberto's strength has never been straight-ahead speed. He's an elusive skater. He's a playmaker. He's got great hands. Skating was never his forte. So same thing as Yaga. He's not a great skater. He does other things amazing. So I agree with you. I think the ice takes pressure. Ice in the boot, the skate, takes pressure off the foot, and it can come back a little sooner. Talking to Harvey Fialkov here, covers the Panthers. For Sun Sentinel, Dr. Fialkoff, we'll give you your MD. Uh, Happy belated birthday, Jim. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, the goaltending. Uh, let, let's go go there. What kind Interesting. of? Interesting. Yeah. What what kind of stretch run are we looking for here? 
Interesting, uh, interesting. Yeah, it, it's you hate using that word, the two word, the phrase goalie controversy. Hey, but right now Roberto Luongo is struggling. He has had a bad month, and it's been a well rested month. You know, they had they had the All Star break, they had the bye, then they had another three four days before the last game. So Luongo's given up like three or more goals a game, and probably I want to guess around six out of his last seven or eight appearances. A lot of them have gone off their own players, sticks, and body parts. But Lou has not been getting the breaks. He hasn't been sharp. And James Reimer, to me, in Tom Rowe's eyes, may be a little bit ahead of Lou right now. He's getting more and more starts, and that's why they got him, to give Lou a break. But right now, they seem to be playing Reimer a tad more than Lou, and I think he's going to be playing tonight as well on the West Coast. Maybe Lou will come back tomorrow night in L.A. How about Aaron Ekblad, 21 years old, gets a first overall pick, $60 million deal. That could be a burden to anybody, particularly someone that age. I know he had a, a very slow start, but he's starting to come back. What what caused this slow start, do you think, and why has he rebounded some in this? Lately? Sounds like somebody read SunSentinel.com, uh, Harvey Falcons today, as I did a uh, Panthers uh, I do my shirt. homework. Shouldn't I do That's, that? Way to go, Josh. Well, give the guy a plug where you, where you read the story. Um, the Miami Hero. No, I'm just kidding. I read the Sunset. Oh, okay. Good night. Got to go. Uh, no, uh, listen. Hardy Fialco, I, I read you on the Sun Sentinel. I love you. I, I, Frito, listen. The Cubs, uh, you're, you're in your glory. You don't have to say anything for the rest of your life. You achieve your ultimate goal in life. Um, besides seeing your daughters married. Anyhow, um, I digress. Ekblad had a horrible start. Absolute regression. Offensively and defensively. Who knows the reason? I think not only was it the contract burden, but he lost his, his, his mentors, Campbell and Willie Mitchell, veterans who kind of guided him through his first few years. The kid had all the skill, and he had those guys as a security blanket. This year, they named him alternate captain at 21, give him $60 million, faces a franchise, and he, he died buckled under the pressure. And he still leads the team in minus 18, I believe, ice rating, which is misleading because it doesn't take into account power plays and penalty kills but he's playing really well in the last month and change right now if you go with all that course the analytical stuff right now the Panthers are getting many more shots for than shots against when he's on the ice they're scoring more goals when he's on the ice he's not allowing as many two-on-ones as he had early in the season and now even his points are going up slowly but surely but they have other defensemen who are scoring they're among the league leaders in defensive scoring which is very key this season Guys like Jason Demers, no one thought he'd have as many goals as Yager. He's got nine, I think Yager's got ten. So uh, they're getting scoring elsewhere from the points and from the blue line. Ekblad will be a star in this league for years to come. But let's not forget about Mike Matheson. He may have more ability than Ekblad. People don't talk enough about Matheson. So I think the Panthers are really set for these, with these young defensemen, and Ekblad will be there when it counts. He's getting more physical, and he leads all defensemen with hits as well. Harvey, um, I, I, I think they they played twenty five games. Is that right? Like twenty seven to go, or uh, uh, twenty eight to go? Fifty four down, twenty eight to go. Three points out of the of the last wild card spot. What needs to mm-hmm. happen for them to get that final wild card spot? And I know they had some injuries early. Has has the have the coaches, front office, the Panthers overall uh, correctly capitalized from the momentum that they had built last season? Do you think? Well, we were worried about it earlier, but the injuries kind of uh, rendered all of their offseason tinkering moot because suddenly they tried to bolster the third and fourth line with pretty good forwards to get more balanced scoring. But then those guys like Marcus Soule 
and Stevia had a, had a play in the top two lines, especially Marcus Stahl. And thank God he did a great job filling in for Huberdeau. But that said, they didn't – their top two lines, and also Jokinen was hurt, and he was their second line forward. So they really had a slow start, guys, and it was all because of injuries, and it affected their offense, which was ranked near the bottom of the league the entire season. They were like top ten last year. Their power play still sucks. <laughs> but uh, right now, they scored 13 goals in the last two games, which is the most they've ever had in two goals, I want to say, since 2006-07, 10 years. So they're putting the puck in the net, but they're allowing a few too many right now. And that's where Luongo's got to get sharper. And I think now that they have three or four lines, Bukestad is back for three goals in his last two games. Jokinen has three goals in three games. They're getting their balance. And with Huberto and Barkov, forget about Barkov, guys. Maybe the best two-way player in the NHL that nobody seems to know about except me. But this guy is going to be – this guy has Hall of Fame written on him if he stays healthy. Talking to Harvey Fialkoff from the Sun Sun. I was going to ask you about Barkov, actually. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, how long does it take him to get to top top speed here at this point, do you think? Well, he had a bad, you know, he had a bad, mysterious back injury, which made me very angry. I hate when they hide long-term injuries. I'm okay with short-term injuries in hockey because it can be a competitive edge. You know, guys, the guy's ribs are hurting. Next game, he's getting elbowed in the ribs. But when it's a month and you kind of hide the injury, that really makes me very angry. And that's what Tom Rowe had been doing. Uh, but Barkov is back. He's healthy. He's got four goals, I think, in six points in the last three games. So he he makes this team go. I mean, that line is tremendous as far as puck possession. And, guys, when you have the puck, the other teams can't score. And that's what they did last year. They're arguably one of the top lines in hockey. And I think that's what they picked up right where they left off. They didn't miss a beat. I mean, they're all scoring at a prolific pace. And Barkov is the engine that makes this team go because he's also already one of the best two-way defensive player for a you know, 21-year-old. So, uh, they, listen, he, that was a great extension that they gave him. This kid is going to be a Frank Selke winner, which is best defensive forward in hockey in a few years. Once the word gets out and if the Panthers can make a playoff run and at least win one round. <laughs> Guys, I haven't won a round since 1996. When the rats were flying, they had to win one round or else all this means nothing. And they're going to empty the front office again. Tom Rowe will be gone if they don't make, win at least one round of the playoffs. You heard it here first. There you go. Harvey, um, dude, wait, all of a sudden we've got a very high-profile ownership uh, group with, with – Vincent Biola was was going to be Secretary of the Army, withdrew from consideration. Uh, yeah. Jeff Loria could be Ambassador to France. This is a pretty privileged uh, group down here in South Florida, huh? Well, I guess you got if you have a billion dollars, you got a shot to be in the White House. We're not going to be political, though. Hey, uh, Steve Ross could be Ambassador to Ann Every sports writer in history. Uh, no, listen, um, Viola, he's a West Point guy. He bleeds West Point colors, and and that would have been, I think, a good move. But I don't know why Vinny backed out. Basically, he said that he had to give up a lot of his businesses, which uh, maybe he didn't want to give it to all his kids yet, like Trump seems to be doing. So, um, 
uh, glorious stuff. I don't know. I think that would be one. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. We can't get into <laughs> politics I, right now because I have nothing you, nice to say about what's going on in, the, I, in, in, our, in our country. I know. You have a drink in you, Harvey. I was going to try and get you going. But listen, um, <laughs> but listen, a, a texter wants to know, and you know, I, I know nothing about hockey. They want to know about Shane. Is it uh, Ghost of Bear from uh, Philadelphia Flyers? He's a local kid from Pembroke College or Margate. How, how, is, how, is, how is Ghost doing? The ghost, the, the ghost, ghost had a great season. He, he, you know, he grew up here in Tamarack and Margate. Uh, played for the Junior Panthers. There's a couple of guys who played for the Junior Panthers in NHL now. Jacob Chitrin. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of them, and he is one of the best young offensive defensemen in hockey. But he's had a lot of injuries this year with the Flyers. I think he's back on the ice now, but he's missed several games. Uh, but he's an exciting player. The Ghost. Yeah, he had season tickets as a kid to Panthers. Uh, we are definitely cultivating more South Florida hockey players, and they're they're getting into the NHL, which is a good thing. And now they have a school down here in Lighthouse Point with Ole Jokinen and Thomas Vokun uh, and Radic Dvorak, and I think maybe that eventually may go over to the, under the Panthers umbrella over in uh, Coral Springs down the road. But they're really trying to invest in junior hockey, the Florida Panthers, because they want to keep the they want to keep the talent here. And not let them go away like they usually do. They go to the, you know, their, their billet families in Canada and Detroit when they're like 13 and 14. Harvey, we know you're, uh, lastly here, we know you're a huge Yankees fan. I read an article on ESPN that can't rule out the possibility that one day Hal Steinbrenner may name A-Rod as the manager. What do you think of that? A manager? Manager. I didn't hear that. Um, no, you don't put the hey, needle this, in that way. Oh, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Listen, I think, yeah, hey, sorry, but we, we got Chapman now, so don't be smiling too too much there, Josh. You can we have him Chapman. for that kind of money. That's fine. Okay. We're yeah, defending what World Series make. champs. What they make doesn't doesn't affect me. It's that, what they do in the mound that affects me. But anyhow, I digress. A-Rod would be a great announcer in the booth. I thought he's amazing with Fox. Yeah. in those World Series and playoffs, but I don't see him as a manager. Too many skeletons in the closet, and uh, I just don't see him. I think he'd be a good batting coach, but I don't see him as a manager. You, you rarely see Hall of Fame-type players succeed as managers uh, in any sport. Uh, you rarely see it, and I don't think I don't yeah. think that's the way to go. There, uh, You're sporting a goatee now. When was this Twitter picture taken? Like when the first President Bush was in office? How I old is that, Harvey? I don't know how to change. You know, I don't know how to change it. <laughs> that's my beauty picture. You know? It looks like it's off a TV. Twenty-eight years old there or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Sun Sentinel uh, takes them a while to. For change, you know. You can take so, one on your phone. Fo- oh, you're, I'm sorry. You probably have a flip phone. Okay, you can take a picture on a phone and put it on your Twitter account. No, no, Frito. I got the Samsung. I have seven or eight, whatever the hell it is. I have one story to ask you. Oh about. yeah, we got to hear about this real, real quick. Tennis, here. by the way. Real, real quick, no. Harvey. Uh, no, not, not a tennis story. This is a different uh, kind of story. Delray Beach Open Juice. I get a big Milos Ronic story going in the paper on Sunday. All right, we let you promote that. But Josh was talking a little bit earlier about food that's left in a fridge, and and. Uh, it got me uh-huh. thinking. Did, didn't didn't you once eat Chinese food that had been in your trunk for too long? Is that is that so much true? <laughs> too long? As, as, as if there's Listen. a time limit on how long food can be in a yeah, trunk. How long? Do, do as tell. Most, as most people who know me, I have a bad memory. Uh, it's, it's not Alzheimer's because I've always had a bad memory, so I have no recollection of that. But I will eat week old Chinese food in the fridge. Take that to the bank. All right. I mean, All right. Chinese food the next day or next few days is like tremendous. Okay. So uh, saying that you ate it out of your trunk. I'm going to lay off the trunk stuff. So those are alternative facts, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I never heard of that one. That's the first I heard of that. Right. But, uh, yeah. It, it may right. be true. It depends yeah. how long it was there. Harvey, yeah. great personality. we got to have you on again soon. This was terrific. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you so much. Frito, finally, after 20 years, you finally realized that. Oh, my <laughs> God. First, talk to this guy. See ya. Talk I'm, to you later. Thanks, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 